footy live in 4K Ultra HD, only on Foxtel. Berwick BMW, sale event this Friday to Sunday. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. Welcome to the show. It is the run home th- Wednesday afternoon, the 22nd day of February. Jeez, where's Feb gone? I know Feb always feels like it goes quickly because she's a short does. month, but 22 days, we're into February, Keith. No, no, it's uh, a beautiful day at that. Nice and balmy, 30 degrees out there. And uh, what an environment we, we have uh, here. We were at the Anytime Fitness Establishment out in... Uh, what do you call it? Is it officially Mornington? Oh, it's officially Mornington. And it's a brand new facility. And I don't know, Andy, it's just one of those things, because unlike yourself, which clearly shows, I actually attend... Uh, Gymnasium on a regular basis. You're a powerful looking man. Thank you, thank you. And uh, something that's consistent, no matter what the brand, what is it with the type of music that they play it's, in a gymnasium? Yeah. Because there's some doof doof stuff going on here and techno type. Uh, no, nah, there's none of that. There is absolutely, I actually wouldn't mind that right now. A bit of the original, a bit of dra- the you. dragon version, not the not Mr. Morrison's version. I just no, of course. Thank you. Uh, and I just don't get what it is about the techno or the... Is that what it's called? I'm with you, bros. I don't know. There is some stuff coming out of the... I I don't know how that would inspire you if you're trying (laughs) to uh, punch out one more rep on the bench or one more lat pull or one more seated row, which you know nothing about. I apologise, but I'm sure many in the audience do. It's that type of stuff. (laughs) Does that make you feel good? That does not make me feel good. No, no, not that. Like, just humiliating me about my lack of size and muscular sort of kind of you know no, that's not the case is that you just enjoy no. you just you just enjoy being a bully is that is no, that what you're doing? Uh, do you know why i said oh, it? my lack of do size you know why i said that go on because you came in here and just embarrassed me in front of the owners of the place we just about met fred too what who you were talking about you could do on the treadmills and i said well that's not my go and you just embarrassed me oh, belittled me and yeah. i just thought it was only fair that i, I come back in some capacity rather than just copy it anytime copy it. fitness one day sale is on now so it's a beautiful thing and the great thing about these places they got they got they got, like, for example, Over the one 500 here, in the nation. 530 to be precise. There There's nine or ten staff that work here. Now, now, I'm not talking to people who go to gyms all the time. when I, when I Because you, mm. you, you know the people who go to gyms know, know the drill. They know what they're looking for. They're comfortable when they walk in. They know what to wear. They know yeah. what to bring. They know the whole thing. So the Anytime Fitness deal that is on now, one day sale is on now. Head to your local Anytime Fitness today. Yep. Zero dollar sign up. Zero. Zero dollar sign up with Nothing. Anytime Fitness. One day sale is on now. I'm going to say this to the people who don't go to gyms. Mm. The people who are maybe you've let yourself go a bit. You don't know how to get started. Yes. You, you know you need to do something about it. Yep. But you don't know how to get started. Mm-hmm. Come down to one of these joints. We've been here for an hour and a half getting ready for the show. Yep. There's, in fact, I look down right now, and over the back there, yep. there are two girls with one of the Anytime Fitness staff, mm. and they are Wonderful talking. Wonderful uniforms, they're, I might add. They're talking about, oh, well, oh, speaking of, there's not many uniforms being worn down there, just quietly. But uh, they are talking to prospective customers here and clients mm. about their fitness levels, hey, okay. what they've done from a gym perspective, whether it's okay to wear bikinis in uh, when you're training. Uh, clearly, that's part of that conversation. Well, I think they've but, got but a, what, yeah, yeah, no, go I think the policy here is, because I had a speak engagement this morning, I've got the pant on. It's now, a jean. It's a black jean. jean. No problem. I don't think they, they, don't, they don't get caught up in the aesthetics. It's about coming in and working out. So if you want to do what this 
that some people have done here today and come in the bikini number. Yes. That's okay. Well, well, if probably you're like me with the, the, the polo and the pant, it's okay. You're working but out. He, but we stopped halfway here. So what I'm saying to those people who perhaps mm. don't know how to get started, mm. come down here. Have a crack. Just come down here. Mm. Open mind. Speak mm-hmm. to one of the Anytime Fitness staff. Mm. And say this is where I'm at. Get it done. I'm clearly, you know, carrying a bit more mm. than I want. Uh, I want to get rid of it. I'm committed. Yep. I'm committed to a training regime, and yep. I'm committed to eat better. Yep. I'm committed. Yes. So, how how can I? Is this the right place for me? Correct. Is this the right gear for me? What do I want? They will tailor a program to will. you, and they'll make you feel incredibly welcome. And you can come at any time. Well, that's what I was about to say next. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because. A lot of people don't want to come to gyms at peak no. periods when it's packed and all the mm. big bow hunks like you are here just <laughs> getting the getting the cannons out and all the bit. They, they don't want to come here and do all that sort of stuff. So I like to come here when there's not that many people That's around. Right. For example, if you came down here now, ten past three on a Wednesday afternoon, there's a few you would people have, in there. There are, but you'd have the whole upstairs to yourself. To yourself, it's incredible. So there's no like we do right now. You don't have to be afraid of mm. you know being judged or looked at or yes. any of that. So. Look, it's great to have Anytime Fitness on board. Yep. They've got their big uh, one-day sale on now, $0 sign-up. Yep. Go to your local Anytime Fitness to have a chat about it. Um, and we're all for a healthier Australia. We are. Hey, Andy, uh, also, what I want to touch on right from the, t- the, the, the top, because yesterday you embarrassed the Run Home and the Run Home family. Oh, you're talking about the... You uh, came out yeah, and you made yeah, this bold statement. You said, get your pen and paper out. I didn't say that. And write this down. And no, I didn't. I never said that. You Don't did. be stupid. Oh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Never, yeah, you, you're at Ange, I never No, said no, that. I'm not. Ange Postacoglu will be leaving the and be leaving um, Scotland. The oh, Scottish geez, League. Is he going to spit it out or what? Hang and on. you further and said because we'd all heard that before. That was not breaking news, even though you tried to camouflage as breaking news. We all know that there's been talk about him going on to. A uh, higher league. Why didn't you, why didn't you bring so, it? So, because bring everyone's disgusted. Oh, okay, right. and it's been done to death, right. but you actually took it a step further and said, put this in the book. And I didn't Costa, say that. I believe you did. No. I'll go to the tape if we have to. Please don't. He will be uh, the, the head guy at Leeds very soon. <laughs> well, within the time you said that, in approximately a 12-hour period. Yeah, it was even less than that. They've just gone bang and hired <laughs> Harry Gracia. Harvey. Harvey. Is it Harvey? Yeah, mate. Oh, I wrote it down. Yeah, you don't even know the name. Harvey Gracia. Gracia. And, uh, but I, I did look him up, though. He's done some, some decent work. He recently uh, was at Watford in 2019. More recently, he's been coaching in Qatar. <laughs> been Spain. He's been to Russia. Actually coached in Russia yeah, or yeah. managed or whatever the terminology you want to He's been all use. over the joint since he got the arse from Watford. So... No less than 12 hours after your bombshell mm. of telling us, you said, I've got someone who's got the nose in I the, said the snout. The snout. I said, I've got, and the, so just to give that to some context, yes. the bloke who told me, and I've got some more on this, mm. the bloke who told me yeah. is the fella, listen to me, I'm stop listening. reading the text, you need to hear this I'm so listening. that you can get it through your thick head. No, no, you he said He is it. the bloke who told me. Yeah, don't blame and, someone else. No, you no, no, went no, with no. Him. This is mm-hmm. why I was prepared to back him. Okay. Because he was the one that told me yes. that Ange Postacoglu would be leaving the J-League to go and coach Celtic. He did. We got that. We got the exclusive. Right. He told me that. Right. He's told me several other things that have come to pass about okay. soccer in this country. Okay. Particularly A-League-related stuff. Right. He remains adamant. Right. 
adamant that Ant Postacoglu will be coaching in England next season. Correct. So he said, don't don't worry about what's happened. Mm. Don't worry about this Harvey Gracia bloke. And I read the story mm. on. So I saw that last night. Well, you broke. Oh, mate. I you was, broke. I was gutted. You were, you were, you were I was trending. Gutted. I, I was gutted. Mm. I was absolutely gutted when I saw that. So I thought, oh, God, what a clown I look like now. And some people no, just but, have but that as a. People went given. with you. I know. People it was, in the UK it went with you. was making front page news in Scotland in the and the UK. U- I know. It was, it was everywhere, right? Right. So then several hours later, they point this bloke. So I'm flat. Uh, I now read the stories mm. about the appointment, the two leads uh, of this, but it's mm. a, quote, flexible contract. Mm. Now, you've been in the Cape well, longer than I. Up, What's a flexible contract, mate? It means uh, we, we're going to just sample the goods. So he's coming in there, and clearly they have the right to fire him at any stage. That's it, right? There's, yeah. We're not locking him into a three- or five-year contract. No. There's no big payout if we move on this bloke. No. It is a flexible contract. Yes. This bloke is coming from a very low-level league. He a very, very low-level league. Qatar, le- was it? A low-level league, Keith. Was it Qatar? Qatar. Yeah. He's coming from a low-level league. Maybe low-level in standard, but not low-level in uh, well, the uh, compensation. Well, how much do you, How much has he been getting paid? I don't know, but For usually... For or something. If you've been how, a coach how, in Russia, Spain, you coach Watford, you're not going there for well, uh, all a, I'm saying, a sandwich. I know it looks bad, and mm. I'm and I'm happy to. It looks bad. It does look bad. Mm. It, it looks bad, and it trust does. me, it felt bad. Twelve last hours, Andy. It felt bad. You didn't even. <laughs> it felt bad. You didn't even get twelve hours. It didn't even get close to no, twelve hours. Like six hours. Felt bad. Maybe my mm. man. This is what he said. Mm. I was filthy last night. Yes. He said he's going to England. Right. Put your money on it. Mm. So there you go. I'm, I'm going to. Again, yep. I'm going to back him. I'm backing him in. Well, I'm backing him in. What's I'm going to stick with him. So by next season, Andrew will be coaching Leeds. No. That's what you said. No, no. no. I'll you did see, say that. I said Leeds. The two clubs that have been mentioned as front runners, front runners for the Postacoglu signature mm-hmm. were Leeds mm-hmm. because of the Peter Lowy connection and Harry Kuehl. And... Nottingham Forest, oh. because of the it, it's owned by the Big bloke names. who owns Olympia. Well, it's owned by the bloke mm. who owns Olympiacos, mm. who is an unabashed Ange right. Postacoglu fan. Mm. Now, the bloke in charge, as we said yesterday, bloke in charge of uh, Nottingham Forest, they're going well, Steve Cooper. Mm. So it would be unlikely, I suspect, that that would be that he would be getting the flick. But, but mm. we'll just watch his space. Well, we'll I just, just watch his space, I Keith. Was, all I know is when I was, I came in and I had, you know, you get those little notifications popping up all over the place, huh. and it, the, the <laughs> notifications didn't look good for my uh, no. my friend here. No, no, it was it was an uncomfortable night's sleep. Mm. I tossed and turned a bit, bros. Particularly, like I said, when it's you got traction, and I thought yes, and that yes went to oh no, so quickly. So let me, oh, hello. Yeah. let me, um, mm. anytime fitness, Mornington. Yeah, get down here quickly. Uh, let me ask you this. Talk to me. If you're in Ange Postacoglu shoes yes. and there's this pesky little clan in Australia who, who's putting his name. Yeah. He doesn't want this. No, yes, he does. He does. Okay. So is it good or bad for Ange? I think or, from Ange's perspective, it's good. He'd go, like to have So he's not going to hate me for doing this? No, because you're saying Fantastic. you were suggesting it was a good move. It, it was something that Leeds should do. He he. Oh, I'm all for mm. it. Mm. And, I'm, and I'm saying to you, and trust me, after the second half... Uh, that Liverpool dished up this morning, oh, albeit you've against... You've gone to Lofty's. Oh, well, you've gone to another level now. He is, a Liverpool, he, he is a Liverpool supporter. Oh, well, please, Andy. Could you imagine? Liverpool? Could you imagine? Why not, though? Clop out, 
Postacoglu in. That'd be brave. That'd be big. That'd be brave. That would be very, very big. Would Le- does LeBron have to put his um, huh. imprimatur on that? Is, isn't LeBron? Isn't Liverpool the one that LeBron's part of the owner of? Is no, it LeBron? John Henry? He is. There I you think go. he is. Well, John Henry owns it. There's been speculation no, that the American businessman. Well, he may have a connection with John Henry. Wow. So John Henry owns that. I think he still owns the Boston Red Sox. Right. There's pings going on all over the place. Well, that's here. people so just jumping it, on. Is that your phone? Is no, it? it's not. No, no, it's back, back in the studio. Mm. Join in one three hundred. Andy, I would argue. So I can see the text what? today, which is no good. I don't like seeing the text. Scotland is a low level league. Well, it's it's lower than the Premier League. How low though? You've got the Premier League. How many divisions down do you have to go before you get to the league, the, the level of Scotland? Oh, Turn crikey. your stuff off. Andy? Oh, no. Oh, Tommy's no. come back. He's listening. <laughs> Klopp to Juventus, he's saying. Jürgen's going oh, to Juventus. Wow. Yeah, this bloke's just... He's, he's, he's obsessed with the fact that his stuff's getting traction, and right. now he's just firing things off left, right, and centre. Right. Uh, call... Any time you want to call today on any of these matters, feel free to do so. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. The King Island Golf Talkback Number. Play King Island's Pure Golfing's Golf Courses, which is what we're going to be doing uh, in early March. And we we're going to be taking some people down there. We are, my word. And it's the callers. If you call in, you go into the uh, to the chance. But, Andy, just get back to my question. In your judgment, the Scottish League, yeah. how far down when compared to the Premier League? Like, if you're going the Premier League's here, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how many oh, divisions well, down do you have there's, to go? There's a huge gulf that exists within the Scottish League, so you need to separate. No, Cel- include no, no, Celtic no, and Rangers. No, include them. Well, no, you no, can't. No, but just include them because they're, they're that other league. Well, they're not. they're not horrifically off the pace, those two. But would they be a Premier League team? Nah. Touch and go. No. I would say no. Maybe a chance for, for promotion? With a cup, with a player or two added, they might make the bottom half right. of the Premier League. Okay, well, they're not miles away ch- then. No, no, no. But the rest, not miles away. No, but the rest of the Scottish League, it's a, it drops off. Garbage. Pretty, it, it's, here, here, let me ask you this question then. Right, eh? The Scottish League, could the top teams in the A-League compete in the Scottish League? Yes, take, they could. Take, out take the top two out. Celtic and Rangers. And then there's probably two or three better to, but then the three or four at the no end, problems no problems the better A-League teams wow. would compete okay, so oh, I think they would yeah and if people want to tell me that I'm dreaming okay that's a, that's, that's oh. a good result for the A-League I would have oh, thought I think they probably would because I think the narrative would in general would be that the Scottish League just in general the, the historical because of Rangers of course. And, and Celtic that that would be far superior to the A-League well but that's not the case well, you're we're, saying we're, what's the Australian world ranking compared to Scotland We've, well, that's true. We are. That's true. Now, but the league is different. You've got different player content in the league yeah, true. Than, than what you do with your national team. No, no A-League team is competing week in, week out with Rangers or Celtic. They might have a draw mm. every now and then. They might have a fluke and win every now and again. Right. But if you're going to play 10 times again, if, if Melbourne City is playing 10 times against Glasgow Celtic, uh, so Glasgow's winning seven out of those with maybe two draws and perhaps a loss. A win. Yeah, okay. I would think that's about right. Okay. People may want to agree or disagree. It's a grist for the mill. You know, it's all the stuff that we talk about. There's mm. a lot of stuff on the show today. Oh, massive. Uh, Dr. James Stewart's going to be joining us. It is Medicinal Cannabis Awareness Week. Yes, and I've been reading up about this. Oh, There's it, a lot of questions I want to ask. Well, you get the opportunity to do so yes. today with Julio, because I need to nick off a little bit early today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh King's going to be joining us. It is a Melbourne uh, Melbourne Storm Membership Day here on 1116 SEN. We'll tell a bit you. going on in the NRL, too. Are they actually going to play? They, the, the league starts in, I think, 10 days or whatever. And there's talk that the, the players might actually okay. take their rift to the where they've they've cancelled the launch, Andy. Just today it was in. They have the National Rugby League uh, launch, 
And the the league cancelled because they were fearful. The play, well, they knew the players weren't going to show so up. So you're still standing by your man, Peter Volandis. He's at war with all the other racing organisations around you, Australia. Don't, don't say that. You are a massive Volandis man. You, you always have been. Oh, you're being silly. I don't. Well, you're, that is just the most ridiculous well, thing. So you're not a Volandis man. I'm a case by case thing. Okay, are you a Volandis man in, in what's going on in the NRL at the moment? I don't think that they have handled it well. Uh, okay, well there you go. So Gay slams Volandis. I'm not slamming, slamming him. But, Andy, are they going to... There's talk now that the players actually might go and strike. Now, I don't think that that's possible. But I was, I was listening or read an article by Paul Kent, who seems to have his um, fingers on the pulse. Oh, well, not if you're Christian Welsh. Our great mate from the Melbourne Stormer, who had a massive... Just schooled him last week on Twitter. Yes, I am. Oh, cheese them. It's 20 past three. Crikey. How did that happen? We haven't even got stuck into the show yet. Right. Time flies when you're at the That uh, is ridiculous. Hey, who's going to join us? Someone's going to be... Tommy, we'll get to you on the other side of the break, mate. It's Melbourne Storm Membership Day. Unlock your 2023 membership with Melbourne Storm today. Unlock all of the action in 2023 with Melbourne Storm Membership. Join we've got the music. Join tonight. Get off. Great to have you with us this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Tommy in Mill Park has jumped on the line before Gazy gets stuck into a couple of uh, 40 winks temper text uh, texts that are coming through. Hey, Tom, welcome to the show. G'day, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Thank now, you. I've had the privilege. I've had the privilege of watching Ange Postecoglou for the majority of uh, uh, my life. I've, I've watched uh, South Melbourne for many, many years, and uh, uh, I've watched his progress as he's come along and coached as well. Uh, so I'm a I'm an Ange Posty fan as opposed to a Celtic fan. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm Celtic by default. Now I heard the commentary about him potentially moving to Leeds. I think. I think Posty has uh, unfinished business at Celtic. He didn't do particularly well in the Champions League, unfortunately. Uh, I think he only scored... I, I could be wrong here, but I think he had one draw. So he had, I think he scored a Two point points, I think they got. And, uh, or two points. And in an interview, and I've been watching a fair bit of YouTubing on Ange as well, he's indicated that there was a bit of unfinished business there. Now, you know, most likely he'll win the title. Um, and Celtic is a massive club when it comes to finances, but doesn't marry up against, say, a club like Leeds in terms of finances? I don't know, but I suspect you'll find that Ange probably stays because he wants to see some Champions League success. He won't see that at Leeds, um, and it'd be a club that he'd be taking potentially out of relegation, I suspect, and, and that might be the goal. But, yeah, I, I reckon you'll find Ange doesn't move this year and he'll probably look at one more year at Celtic. And if he gets a three-feet at Celtic, he's done very well. Tom, I, I don't disagree with, with just about everything you've said there. The only thing I, I would counter or add to that is that um, Ange Postacoglu is ambitious and he is a realist. And I think that even... Uh, we have to moderate what success looks like in a competition like of the course. Champions League for a club like uh, Celtic. It's probably getting out of the group stage. Um, but is that enough? Mm. Is that enough? They're never going to win the Champions League. Yeah. They're, never winning, they're never getting close to winning the Champions League. So, so. so what does it ultimately look like? What is he chasing at Celtic? And has he already achieved it? Won, the, won, the, won it last season. With back-to-back championships, mm. uh, qualification again for the Champions League. If he was to leave, 
he leaves that club in magnificent order for whoever comes in next. And a better order than when he received no it. No question about that. Hey, just on that, because Vito's come in, and Celtic and Ranger, and he says this off the temper text machine, Celtic and Ranger is... Ranger. Celtics and Ranger, Rangers. Rangers, yes. He didn't write Rangers. He wrote Ranger. Okay. But uh, don't get narky because no, I know going. you've read this text message. You're upset at Vito. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Celtic and Ranger, he wrote. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, play in the champion. He didn't say this. I'm actually clean. You know, he did. He, no, just because going, he just say it. Pressure just it Played in the Champions League and Europa League every year, Andy. You got no idea. Stay in your lane, bud. Well, you know the funny thing about that, Vito. Mm. That's exactly what I just said. I know. Maybe Vito didn't hear. No, I, think I don't think he what... did. No, I don't think he did. No, it's all right. He, he... That's exactly what I said, Vito. Mm. And you can all this stuff. Oh, the Scottish league's ranked 18 in the world, and you know 17. the A the, uh, the league's not 29. The... Well, that's what someone said. Well, off okay. the Imagine what, what's the Scottish league look like if there's no Celtic and Rangers in it. Now I know that's stupid and it's a hypothetical, but where's the league ranked then? Uh, probably based on what you're saying, pretty low. Yeah. Hey, great to have you this on this Wednesday Today. afternoon. Don't forget, you call uh, on the King Island Golf open line uh, and you are the chance to be the king of the caller this week. That means you yes. have the opportunity to win a trip to King Island for you and two mates. So that's Incredible. three of you. You and two mates, mm-hmm. three of you. Listen to this. Yep. That includes flights, accommodation, mm. and rounds of golf at three magnificent golf courses. Well, you know what the big ticket item is? Golf balls. Because apparently when the wind starts blowing, it, it might you might need a few. Yes, that is a good point. Is that, that, is is that valid? Point. That is valid. I haven't been there. You have. Yeah, you no, played that's it. valid. Surely we don't get the wind like we got at Ocean Dunes that I were there. It was, oh, I mean, gee whiz. Uh, winners are going to fly out Sunday the 5th of March, return Tuesday evening the 7th. So clear the diary. Make sure you're available. The golf courses are spectacular. Ocean Dunes is top 10, top 15 Australia. Cape Wickham, top five world. World? <laughs> oh, you've been... <laughs> I'm telling you, I mate. I mean, how do you really rate them anyway? There's a lot of... It's, it beauty's in the eye of the beholder a lot of the times. Just you play been, well, it's top five in the world. You play rubbish, oh, it's rubbish. Well, that's not true because you lights out at Albert Park, with all due respect to magnificent public no. track that Albert Park is. It's never going to be top five in the world, is it? No, probably not. No, no. Hey, Brent's, now, Derriman's sort of... You, you, have a, you shoot. If I was to shoot 70, just top careful. five in the world. What? Is that ever going to happen? That's ridiculous. And yeah. you got the cancer, the, the challenge cancer yes. golf day on Friday, raising money down there, That's which right. is a great at thing. That's right. At Mount Derriman, uh, Rossi and the team are putting on the day to help raise some funds for Challenge Cancer. Wonderful organisation. Do a lot, not just for the kids that are going through tough times, but their holy families, whole family. So if you can make a donation or, or chip in, jump on the Challenge Cancer website. You're a beautiful, you're a beautiful man. Brett's in St Albans. Our great mate. How ah, are you? Brady. How are you, Coco? Yeah, going good, mate. Going good. Oh, do you want, were you just uh, a bit got, busy there? What were you doing? What was going on? I was just thinking the rest of me can. Sorry. I just had to put it on the, on the top of the uh, stationary car. Sorry. All right. All right. Uh, I've got, oh, got two questions. The first one is for you, Gazi. The second one's for the both of you. Please. Right. Yes. First, first one is, did you end up getting to Andy from Terrellgan's question yesterday that he, that he posed here that you put oh. off for 24 hours? Yeah, well, we mentioned quite a few. It's, it's one that I don't like to answer, Brett, oh. because you can't squeeze them all into five. Come on. So yeah, you I can't. I want dollar. Sit on the fence. I'm, I'm not, but, but, but how do you do it, Brett? I, I don't know how you do it. You've had a, you a history. The question. That's right. That's how you do it. Mm. Well, give me another. Give me a little bit go. more time. Oh, how many? All right. I can, I, all right, I don't like that. 
Can you keep ringing him up and challenging him <laughs> to come up with an answer, please? Because you know what he's like. He'll put yes. it off until he thinks that nobody like it. remembers it. I don't like doing it, Andy. <laughs> I don't like doing it because... I, I know. You're going to upset some mates. No, but it's not fair. Well, it's not fair. Well, Nathan, and people... Gazy, yeah. I'll make it a bit easier for you, all right? All right, here we I'll go. I'll pose this question to the both of you. Yep. A few mates and I were just spitballing the other day, and yep. we came up with a suge- uh, well, an idea regarding Good Friday footy. Because you know how okay. every year they come up with the same old garbage, you know, <laughs> oh, I should have been taken off north, or should have, and then the Bulldogs yes. get it taken off them. Well, how about just for, for all, in all fairness, and to make it a little bit more equal, how about you can make it all the tenants at Marvel, the winner stays on. So if North lose this year, you know, St Kilda come in and play Carlton. And then if St Kilda lose, Essendon come in. If Carlton then lose, oh, I don't mind it. you have to play it at Marvel. I, I, I don't mind it. If you, that, that way you can play once every five years or you win, you win and you play every year. Yeah, that's I love idea. it. Brett, that is, that is, there's prizes coming your way, Brett, because that is a fair, when you stay it. on. When you stay there's, on. There's, so if you win 10 in a row, you're just going to keep getting the day. I you know love it. You know the thing about that? What's that? It is more on the line than just four points. No, it's, it's the next year and, the, and another opportunity to ka-ching, play a market key exactly. game. Exactly, yeah. Oh, I don't, wow. I don't I, mind it. I quite like it. It's, I, it's fair. It brings some competitiveness into the game, which all we were all about. Get a chance, sort of. I like the it. The teams that are, that, are, that are home at Marvel get more of a chance, but yeah, yeah, it yeah. still brings in other teams. Oh, no, he's only talking about the tenant clubs, isn't he? Yeah, but they can play against a non-tenant club. Oh, is that part of it? Is uh, it? Brett, is that the, the plan as well? You can play against a non-tenant club? He's gone. Well, oh, I thought tenant clubs. Yeah, I thought tenant clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if the tenant club is playing and they want a marquee matchup, they, 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 it's all about uh, them. They get the choice. No, nah, don't overcomplicate it. I'm not. You are. You, you're, I'm t- saying t- they get the choice. One, you're taking a wonderful idea that was Brett's Brett, and you're trying to insert yourself into it. No, I'm not. I'm building on it. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm building on it because if you don't want to play, if all, just you might get a year where those other tenants, no good. We want the marquee. I, I understand what you're saying. But Carl, so give them the choice. But do you want Carl, Do you want Essendon and Collingwood playing at Marvel? When you're going to get fifty thousand there, when you're going to get eighty, eighty-five, ninety thousand generally at the MCG. That's a good point. Thank you. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid point. You don't want to be taking that game away no, from the MCG. No, not that game. But no they're, they're not wants... going to pick that game. They're going to pick the best of the next oh, best. Are they? They're going to pick the best oh, so, okay, of the so next. There's another right. There's another clause. Is there right? <laughs> well, just give them so, the choice. If they just choose keep it, to... it, just keep it at Brett's idea in the first place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I my idea. Now that I've, oh, actually, oh. I'm going back. Give them the choice. They're not going to choose one of those ones. They're just, not going to choose oh it. They get the right to host it, so, and they can choose the opponents. So That's an, it, Brett. So annoying. I'm back on. No, he's not, Brett. Yes. Your idea was a better one. And just stick to your guns. Oh, I don't think so. Tradies out for Ace Gutters, Australian made, built to last. We're down at Anytime Fitness. The one-day sale's on now. Head to your local Anytime Fitness today for a $0 sign-up with Zero. Anytime Fitness one-day sale. Amazing. That is one day. That is today, the 22nd of February. Your footy club's doing stuff all over the place. Looking forward to seeing them tomorrow. Oh, for some reason, the narrative around it, I'm a little bit more buoyant oh, about our We're going to get to see them against the Caddies tomorrow. We're going to be down at Kidinia Park watching that game. Mm. And Sam Butler, one of the young fellas, might be part of the nucleus that Eight we're talking nine games about. last year, wasn't it? Nine he played. He's just signed an extended contract. He's going to join us Terrific. on the other side of the break. Uh, great to have your company this uh, Wednesday afternoon uh, for Mate. Thanks to Mate Internet and Mobile. We love a good chat with good people. Pocket Change Mobile plans with Mate are there to be taken advantage of. So many great young footballers at Hawthorne oh, in the men's and the women's team for that matter. We're talking to one of the fellas 
like his great mate Josh Ward last week, extends his contract until the end of 2025, which for a young fella out of Lake Wenderee mm-hmm. uh, with one year behind his belt, I imagine would be a terrific feeling to get the clubs behind mm-hmm. me and Sam Butler's been good enough to join us. Hey, Sam, thanks for joining us, mate. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate mate. it. Hey, Sam, it's a delight to have you on. And uh, before we get into all the footy stuff, because at uh, Lake Wendaree, right where the Ballarat Miners are at, but that's just a little sidebar. But uh, I just wanted to get your opinion. I imagine you've been around there a few times. Just yesterday, purely coincidental, there's a big brouhaha going on. And I just want to know if you had an opinion on it about the new lighting arrangement that uh, apparently they're going to put these new lights in there and it's going to cause all sorts of problems for the, the local habitat down there. Have you got a view? Ooh, Have you, can you blimey. fill us in on what's going on? Gee whiz. Um, no, I haven't actually thought about it too much, but I don't <laughs> mind I don't mind the idea of it. Um, get, a, get a few runs in later on in the night, so I actually don't mind it, yeah. Gee whiz, you've hit him with a hard social issue. No, it is. The young fella just wants to talk about his contract and how exciting he is about the upcoming season. (laughs) And you're hitting him up with environmental issues. It's a big issue and he's from there. He's one of the four blokes who have come out of the Lake Wendery Lake. That's what that is. Over the journey. It's a very important environmental issue as well that I just didn't know whether it was across. Hey, uh, (laughs) how far is it around the lake? Is it? It's about 6K. So it's a fair run or walk. It's a good one, though. Yeah, nice. Particularly nice. in the middle of winter. How many times did you get out there in those biting Ballarat winters? And you know when it's like zero yeah. oh, degrees or lower. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. I got out there a few times uh, during most of my running there when I go back to Ballarat. Um, but yeah, definitely not easy with the cold winter mornings. Um, so, but yeah, it's all good run. So mate, congratulations on the contract. How long's the conversation been going, and how much does it mean to a bloke who's into his second year? at the level to know that the footy club's happy to extend that out for a couple. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, yeah, the negotiations have probably been going on for about uh, three weeks, maybe, three weeks to a month. Um, and Tommy Seckle, my manager, has been awesome um, with communicating uh, through the club and me. Um, and then Mark McKenzie as well has been awesome through that process. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's awesome to have the club backing for another couple of years. Um, and yeah, just a bit of security is what I needed at the moment um, and then develop in the next couple of years and hopefully play some good footy and um, yeah, get to work with an awesome group of lads. Well, it seems like the development opportunities came pretty quick to you with what we saw. You played, mm. uh, was it eight nine, or nine, nine games? games nine last games year. last season. What was the, uh, the, the biggest part of the learning curve that you had to go through? Um, I had a few injuries last year, so I was pretty, pretty interrupted. Um, but, yeah, when I got in, uh, made my debut, I uh, didn't get near it, um, but then came back the next week and uh, played a bit better. So that was good. But, yeah, it's just so tough. It's um, a lot quicker pace than what you normally play. Um, and then just uh, learning the small little routine things that work for you um, and your body. So I've been able to get a full pre-season in and, um, yeah, feeling fit and ready to go for 2023. 20, so, Sam, you're one of these really gifted, opportunistic, dangerous small forwards, but we hear from so many of them that they believe that they've got the capacity to get into the midfield once they develop and add that string to their bow. Are you one of those, or are you happy to just be an expert in that other craft? Um, if the opportunity came, I wouldn't mind it, but, yeah, for now, um, just learn the craft of a forward, uh, played under 18s and a bit of my juniors uh, through the midfield, but 
um, yeah, just learning off the likes of Dylan Moore uh, and Luke Bruce. I think Moore is listening at the moment. So shout out to Moore. Um, Good man. But yeah, just Good learning man. off them two, has, them two has been great. And then Chris Newman as the forward line coach has been awesome. We've been able to form a good relationship as well. And what about the, the style of play? Uh, you were lauded, the team that is, was lauded last year because the exciting brand. And now it did come at some costs in some of the games where you, you uh, got found out, but it seemed really direct and that everyone seems to be a trend right now with teams just wanting to play that really fast-paced type uh, play. Are we going to see more of that from you guys this season? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think uh, Sam Mitchell's been hard on pushing an attacking style of gameplay um, and all the coaches are good with uh, teaching us that. Um, but yeah, just continue to grow and work on our game plan um, and all the different aspects that come with that. So uh, it's probably the main thing going forward. Talking to young Sam Butler who signed a contract extension at the Hawks, one of the many young Hawks who Hopefully he's part of that nucleus mm. that Sam Mitchell's talking about, which we'll get to a bit later on. Hey, Sam, people around the competition, other clubs um, who have had, you know, their scouts down watching you guys train are aware of how physical and competitive your training sessions mm. have been. Has that been a, a real focus this preseason? Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought this might have come up. Um, but, yeah, been... <laughs> <laughs> Sam Mitchell's been um, pushing... Uh, competitive style of uh, training, and then we want to push that into games as well. Um, so he's been awesome with that because um, obviously they had a tough era back when he used to play with uh, all the great players in that team, and yeah. they were fierce yeah. and um, competitive. So we want to bring a bit of that to um, our game style. And um, yeah, there's been a few scuffles in the last uh, few weeks, which has been good to see. But yeah, that's just the competitive nature of the lads, and um, yeah. Oh, it sounds great. And cool. uh, what about with the, the new captain? I know he had some experience captaining the team last year, I believe. He's James, a shy retiring type. He, you know, yeah. He's been involved in some of the scuffles <laughs> yes, as well. Yes. Although that, I believe that was before it was actually announced. But what uh, <laughs> have you seen a change in him since the announcement? <laughs> he sort of, no, what, we... what type of, uh, what style of captain do you think he's going to be? Um, nah, Sis is a, is a real good bloke. Um, he gets along really good with all us younger lads. Um, and he's, one, he's the type of leader. Um, he doesn't rant and rave. Um, he speaks when he needs to, um, and he leads by action on the field. So he's awesome, um, as I said, with young boys and keen to see him uh, captain the side in 2023 because I reckon he's very well deserving of it, um, and I'm sure a lot of people voted for him to be captain. Yeah. And, Sam, I mean, is the bond between this crop of young players that... Yeah, the, the list management team and Sam Mitchell and, and the club have committed to bringing in, bring all these young players in yeah. at the same time. Is Can you feel that bond between those sort of 22, 21, 20, 19-year-olds? Yeah, definitely. Um, we're always doing stuff together, uh, whether it's chilling at someone's house, going out for lunch or brekkie or dinner. Um, but, yeah, we're always hanging out, um, doing different things, playing golf together. Um, mm. So, yeah, it, it's definitely bonding and at training, you can tell. Uh, we bring a lot of energy. Uh, we like to bring a lot of energy. Um, but, yeah, we're all very tight and um, get along very well. And eight 30-minute periods tomorrow down at Geelong. What, do you know what, you know, what your time uh, spent out on the ground is going to look like tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, should be um, should be locked in for a full game. So, um, keen to see... How that uh, pans out, um, it's going to be bloody hot. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but... 
Well, mate, yeah. it's exciting to watch you and your mates play. Uh, Sam Mitchell, very positive. He can see, you know, what's what's able, what's capable of being built with yes. the group of young players he's got at his uh, disposal yeah. at the footy club. And you're right in the middle of all of that, mate. It's uh, going to be an exciting journey. There'll be a couple of bumps along the way, but you, yeah, if you all yeah. know where you're heading, it's it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. Good on you. Thanks for coming on, and congratulations on the contract extension. Thanks, Eves, guys. Thanks for having me. You're a good well, man, Sam, Sam good Butler. Luck. Like the cut of his jib. Dude, you know, I'm I very do. Nice. Be part of the new breed of hawk. He's one of them. Mm. Gazy's the old breed. Sam Butler's the new breed. Nice. Join the brand. Nothing wrong with the old breed. Yeah, absolutely Nothing not. wrong with that. A lot of rings. Well, they don't have rings. A lot of flags. That's it. Join nice. the bre- That's it. Jo- <laughs> join the brown and gold. You haven't two- seen many of them for a while, have you, Keith? How many days is it? Join the brown and Cold gold on. in 2023 <laughs> at membership. HawthorneFC.com.au. Bit of breaking news out of St Kilda. Uh, and looks like they're going to be part of the Collingwood AFLW raid too, by the way, which we'll get to a bit later on. But oh, Chloe. Well, well, is that we'll what we're going to we'll get to? We'll get to that in a moment. Breaking news for sports update, uh, for thanks to Simmons, the great Australian builder. Dave Misson, who's been around footy for a while, has been named as the Saints' new GM of footy down at St Kilda. Dave Misson. Uh, has stepped into that very, very important role at St Kilda, replacing Jeff Walsh, who was there for a short period of time. Family issues saw Walsh need to exit the post uh, down at Moorabbin. Uh, and Dave Misson comes in, worked with uh, Ross at the Saints in his first stint at the footy club. So there's a relationship that exists between Misson and uh, Lyon, the new coach. Uh, so we wish him well. It's an exciting time. It is. That, that, Chloe Malloy... Mm. It didn't wait long. The period to sign mm. doesn't open until, I think, March 10. Uh, heartfelt Instagram post today from the little Collingwood champ that after six years at the footy club, uh, an offer, she didn't say this, but was clearly that an offer that's too... But is that legal to make the offer now? Was there a time frame, like the way it was presented, or was it just a time when you can actually execute it and sign it? I believe it's the signing period. So they period. haven't breached anything oh, by I, going well, in. Well, I wouldn't have thought wouldn't, so. Not if I make those types no, no. of announcements. So it's... Did you hear about the speculation? And it's just rumour that from the people that we oh, hang out with. Yeah, go on. Have you heard the speculation of what five-year deal, apparently? Oh, go on. And yep. you hear the speculation. Now, again, I, I say that word because it's purely speculation. Okay, well, I'm excited to hear what you're about to say next. Well, you told me. <laughs> so you know what I'm about to say next. Well, you... So, you told me. So, it, But it is, nonetheless, it is speculation. It is. Now, we're talking... You're about to say that you're going to be quoted here, not me. No, well, Andy Marr told me. No, I me didn't. You I'm did. not for on air. Oh, I didn't. No, you didn't. Okay, well, it's a lot of money. Let's just put it. It's over a mil for the five years. That's what. That, that's the word. It's a roundabout. That's the speculation. It's too good an Including opportunity. W- 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 income from outside of uh, of playing for the Swans. Clearly, just too good an opportunity for a young footballer to yeah. pass up. Good luck to you, Chloe. Well done, Chloe. Magnificent to have you with us this Wednesday afternoon. Cracking afternoon. We're down at Mornington Anytime Fitness, one of the biggest anytime fitnesses in the world. Only been open for three months. Huge. Two stories. Gigantic. Tell you what, if Josh King walked in here, he'd turn a few heads, though. I know there's some big buffed no, individuals like in here, Josh, but nothing like Joshy Josh. King walked in here, he would turn a head or two and on just, the way through. Just lean as well. Like like well not lean, but big, but just Thank muscle. You. Nice. I wonder where you, how you're going to get out of that, but somehow you did. <laughs> Melbourne Storm Membership Day. Unlock your 2023 membership with Melbourne Storm today. Josh King, uh, who was magnificent for us last year and will be undoubtedly again, has been good enough to join us. Hey, Josh, thanks for your time, mate. Hey, boys. How's it going? 
Good, Josh. Hey, hey, please tell us that you're okay. Mm. Because it seems seemingly every second day, we open the papers or turn on our computers and there's another story about one of your teammates who's fallen foul of the, cur- the injury curse running through the club at the moment. Oh, yeah. It's not ideal, I guess, but that's the... Um that's the thing with rugby league, you never know. And that's the risk we take when we play the sport, I guess. But um, no, I'm going well. I've had a good pre-season and I'm ready to rip into the season ahead. Uh, what the, the latest is uh, uh, one of your defensive players. And it, it seems to have been so, someone in that in that uh, neck of the woods has walked under a, 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 the thing, a, a ladder. ladder or run over a black cat or something. Because it seems like everybody's fallen over. Dean Aramie is the last, uh, uh, the latest how, how's he going? Is he how, how knocked around's he been? Um, obviously, it's um, it's not ideal what's happened to Dino, and um, I think probably mentally it'd be the hardest thing for him, knowing that you know all this preseason he's he's had a really good preseason, Dean, and he's trade hard, and obviously that all goes to waste now after the injury on the weekend. But he's in good spirits when the, when we spoke to him yesterday, and um, we'll try and get around him and make sure he's you know, on that road to recovery and um, back bigger and better next year. Good man. Hey, Josh, uh, there's a, unfortunately, there's a bit of a cloud going on in the NRL because of the, the player dispute that you're having with the, um, the governing body. Uh, now, obviously, you're focused on the season, that, but do you keep up to date with the issues that are going on and how that potentially will impact you and the playing group? Oh, definitely. I think it's, it's really important for us to get a, a deal, uh, deal done and... I think for us as players, we're, we're just staying really united together and the RLPA are doing a great job, obviously, being the voice for us and um, they report back to us. So we're plenty having meetings every week and getting updated emails and stuff like that. So, yeah, it is, it is going on in the background. Obviously, our focus as players is the season ahead and they're taking care of a lot of that stuff behind the scenes. Um, but, yeah, no, it is really mm. important for us to try and get a deal done. Uh, that is right for us. Oh, it absolutely is. And um, I... I think, could you share with us what actually is the issue? What, 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 from a player's perspective, is the issue that's causing the, the heartburn at the moment? I think um, I'm not across a whole lot of it. You know, your man, Christian Welch, he's the one that's he's a right. real good, good advocate for it. And he, he's, he's heavily across it. But um, no, hmm. I, as far as I know, it's not all about the money for us. You know, we're just trying to get a deal done that, um, you know, the women's games obviously is, is starting up and there's... Um, things around the retirement fund and different things like that that we just want to make sure that everything's in our best interest and we just right. want a fair deal at the end of the day. That's, yeah. that's probably so, the most important thing. So it's funny you mentioned Welshie because, you know, I know Gazy wants to ask you about the news that he's you know, going to be the captain of the club, And but I was watching on the weekend, you know, on Twitter, and I don't know how, how active you are in that space, but Dean Kent, uh, Paul Kent uh, had, you know, had a few things to say about the whole rugby league playing, you know, the cohort, the lot of you you know, sticking your hand out for more money whenever there's an opportunity, you know, indicating that, you know, that's all you're after, just more money nah. to line your pockets. Nah. And and well, she lined up the things that were actually at he, the heart of this. And, he went and He did. It was about the, you know, uh, blokes who had played the game and needed medical help in retirement. It was about the women's league. Uh, it was about yeah. medical help for players running around. It was, and he pointed out on regular occasions in all of this, Josh, that, there was not one extra dollar being asked for by the current playing group. No, no, that's that, that's correct. That's, I think that's something important. It's not about us chasing for more money. It's it's trying to secure them things that really are important to the game. And like you mentioned before, the injury hardship funds, the retirement, retiring players. You know, some of these players have, you know, given up their lives in a way. Um, you know, broken their bodies to be able to put on a good show and all the rest of it. And 
um, you know, it's just important that we look after them blokes and, um, you know, yeah. we can... There's, there's plenty plenty of work to be done after rugby league. Obviously, our career yeah. sort of ends around that 30 age, so there's still plenty of work in years and, you know, we want to make sure we're, our bodies are, are right to keep on going, I guess. Absolutely, and fair enough too. Hey, the other news that came out, it might have been today or, or just recently, that Christian Welsh, our man, because he comes on our program quite regularly. Josh has already mentioned that. Yes. Just reinforcing yeah, it, thank Andy. You. That's all I'm doing because he's part of the family. And uh, he did waver, though. There was a, He started to waver ever so slightly on, our, on his commitment, so I'm just trying to reinforce Well, Josh it. is very good. Well, what I'm, and Josh is very good. Christian Welsh wouldn't want to sleep on this. That's what I'm saying, okay, Andy. thank you. So uh, with Christian now uh, being announced as the sole captain, he's been part of a, a captaincy group. Uh, just tell talk us about, and Andy mentioned with that tweet, the type of leadership that he's showing with some of the uh, stuff off the field. Just talk to us a little bit, Christian, and now as a sole captain, a louder yeah. voice, how's that all going to unravel? Yeah, it's hard to give him a rap. He's, um, he doesn't need any more of those, I don't think. He's that's big enough. But, no, mate, honestly, he's, um, he's unbelievable for our, for our club and obviously for the broader NRL playing group. Um, he's a real voice in, in the NRL, like I say, but also at storm level. Um, you know, just doing doing a really good job to bring bring the club together and bring the playing group together. Um, obviously a leader on and off the field, especially on the field with a lot of his actions. You know, we base our base our team around effort and you know, you want to play with them kind of blokes that put their bodies on the line and do the do the tough stuff that not everyone recognises and um Welchie's you know, he's a key man in that, he does a really good job. So um, yeah, it's great to see him captain the club and lead us. And just on that, because we, a lot of captains been now announced in the AFL over the last uh, few weeks, what's the process you guys go about to appointing the captain? Is that is it just the coaches or does the playing group have a say in it? Um, no, it's mostly the coaches. I think, you know, they, they select the leadership team, obviously, and there's, um, you know, there's senior leaders, emer- emerging leaders, and um, we actually have been working with... Um, Joel Sirwood from Geelong Cats a little bit in the leadership space and um, he's been he's been great for the club obviously he had a really successful career um, so he's been really good for us and just sort of leading us in the right direction and helping us with some of the leadership stuff around so um, yeah it's mostly the coaches obviously Craig Craig and Frank and that have a heavy say and all that sort of stuff but I, I don't think you can pick a better man for the job and you've got um, you know a few other blokes there to help him as well so yeah. Melbourne Storm mm-hmm. membership day. Josh King's joined us. Storm lock and prop. I was going to ask you about um, Joel Selwood. For obviously, you know the AFL Aussie rules is a huge focus of ours here. The language he uses and the and the words that he speaks and the principles that he that he discusses with you guys. Does it does he come from a different place or is the stuff that he's learned you know in the league that he played in the game that he played is it, is it sort of validation of what you blokes have all heard in the past? Um, he, do you mean between rugby league and AFL? Like speaking yeah, does he, yeah, is this, is the, are the principles that he's discussing when it comes to, you know, becoming a practical leader and, and all the hmm. things that, you know, the development of, of that part of, is it, is the way that he talks about that, is it, is it the same sort of language that you've already heard through your rugby league career? Yeah, a lot of the stuff is the same, but I think it's always good to get a different perspective on it. Yeah. You know, the, the leadership stuff, we're both, you know, elite teams. They've had a lot of success. Melbourne Storm have had a lot of success. So it's, a lot of it's transferable. And I think as a leader, one of your, the, your biggest roles is to get to get the most out of the players around you and obviously to lead the team. So I think he can talk a lot about that. And um, he's a very calm man, Joel, and he's been good for us to sort of, um, you know, we, we want to 
we want to stay a level head all throughout the year, regardless of how we're going. And he's been really good in leading us in the right direction for that. Yeah, good. And then what about the, the, the coach, Craig Bellamy? You get the privilege of playing what will go down as one of the, the greatest coaches ever to, to coach in the caper. Uh, how's he been? Because I understand he's on a year-by-year basis. Yes. In fact, we won't know about his future until, I think, in March or, or at the end of this month or whenever it's soon before he... Uh, he's allegedly supposed to announce. Uh, have you seen any changes in his uh, behaviour? Is he softening at all as he gets towards the <laughs> latter stages? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about softening. No, I don't think so. No, he, he's a great man, Craig. Um, you know, obviously, Storm are very lucky to have him uh, as the leader of the club, as the coach, and um, he's had a lot of success over the years. But, no, it's just business as usual at the Storm, I guess. We, um, we're gearing up for a big season, and obviously want to have his successful one so um you know he has his days but he's a bit creakier than others but no most of the time he's really good it's funny too josh you know you find out stuff about yourself on the way through mm. you only recently discovered that you're a seal that you're celiac and uh, obviously <laughs> that's is that true or not what is that, yeah. is that why are you laughing that is true <laughs> right. yeah. you've been yeah. talking to manners or something like that just do me research mate you know nothing gets past gazy and all this is we are we're just a trap oh, finger we're on the pulse steel traps here yeah. um how is that what 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 kind of how's that impacted your life away from rugby and has it had an impact on on your football um, I think it's just another, you know, we talk about preparation is really key in rugby league regardless um, of what you're doing. And I think for me, it's just become another one of my things that I've got to manage and look after in my preparation. It's it's, it's not too hard. I've, I just can't have, I'm not meant to be having gluten and flour and things like that. So it's just managing what I'm eating around um, my preparation. Obviously, we always want to have a good balanced diet and, um, you know, put ourselves in the best set for games. So that's just another thing to look after. But no, it's not nothing too major <laughs> I, it's just, maybe you have to use the facilities a little bit more than you normally do or something like that is that, a, is that do you, have so. you got any comments josh like is that a, is that a byproduct oh um, not not for me because i look after myself i'm eating right, that's right. and i'm all over it the boys yeah, right. give me a hard time about it because every time there's a meal come out i've got to ask is it is it gluten-free is it celiac friendly and i've got to get my own plate with my own food so i'm bloody Always, the boys are always into me that I get my own special meal, but uh, just one of those things you got to deal with. That's it. Hey, uh, we saw uh, Ryan Pappenhausen when he we saw the images. It was a scan ah, or something. Did it looked horrific? The way in which his uh, kneecap, I think it was, was exploded, just completely shattered. Yeah. Uh, have you got an update on when he is he likely to play this season? Yeah, no, he'd definitely be back at some stage. I'm not really sure where, and hopefully, obviously, sooner rather than later. It was a very nasty injury um, that happened last year to Paps, but he's a, he's the ultimate professional. Paps, obviously, going to America was really good for him, and he learned a lot over there that he's been able to bring back into his rehab here. And I'm not exactly sure timings. I try and stay away from the rehab group because I don't want to bring that energy on myself. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's definitely it's, it's definitely good to have. Ryan back in around the group. He brings a lot to us, not only from a footy perspective, but again, he's a very level head. He's he's been he's played in big games. He's been at the Storm for a while, so he, he can offer a lot just by his voice in the um, in the team room as well. So it's it's oh. good to have him back around. As can you, mate. Uh, round one of the NRLC. Believe it or not, I'm sure you're aware of this. Eight days away, Storm v Parramatta, Sydney March two. It uh, it's it's racing up towards the sun quickly. We. Mm. 
We love the footy team, mate. We love hey, the footy club. Before Everything we... it brings to the Melbourne sporting landscape. Good luck. Go before yep. we let we even go, because in one of the reports uh, reading about the, that uh, Paul Kent was quoted on, he said there was actually some talk that there might even be some doubt that the, that the dispute that you're going through could lead to uh, uh, the boycott of, of round A strike. One. A strike. Now, <laughs> oh, <get turned. laughs> Oh, well, that's what I said to myself. But uh, Please, is, is there any, has that been spoken about in your player meetings? No, no, that's not all. Not that I know of anyways. Like I say, I'm, <laughs> I don't think I'm, I'm high enough up to be in those meetings, to be fair with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, no, not, not that I know of at this stage. Hopefully mm. hopefully we can be have some good discussions with the NRL and come to an arrangement and, um, like I say, get on with the year and the 2023 season. Can't yeah. wait. Chairman Christian will know all about that. He's the one. Yeah, well, that's that, right. Uh, the he's the one. Right. <laughs> hey, mate. Uh, always good yes. to hear your voice. Great to hear you're in good spirits, uh, and uh, in we can't wait to see the season start. Mm. Um, thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you very much, boys. Cheers, good boys. Man. Thanks for having me Josh on. Appreciate King. it. What a rip up. Good Beauty. man, Josh. Uh, Melbourne Storm membership day. See ya. Unlock all the action in 2023 with a Melbourne Storm mm. membership. Don't dilly dally. Join today. Well, Christian's our man, and I, I feel love I'm cheating on him, but gee whiz, Josh is just come in and made a wonderful presentation to uh, elevate himself in the status. Because... Uh, He's a lovely human being. I tell you, the NRL boys, the, the Melbourne Storm boys, we've, we haven't really caught the crook one yet, have we? Well, and they, They're you know all what? up and about. They, they give make, the good answers. They make the rest of the rugby league blokes look like... They do. What is it? I don't know. Here. I don't know. They just come down here and they become better people. Maybe that's got something I to do with it. I don't know what it is. Mm. Hey, speaking of the Vicks and all things Victoria, we go around the world, of course, and into mm. other parts of Australia. We love you all. You're all part of our beautiful family. Please don't think that we are being Victorian-centric with all this sort of stuff, even though it no. probably sounds like that. Having said that, the Vicks have won by 177 <laughs> runs on day three of the Shield class. At the junction over, Mitch Perry took five for 64, and our little black booker, Fergus O'Neill, had taken two for three and three and a half overs. Are oh, you joking? Before he hurt his ankle. Oh, yeah. So we hope that's okay. We're here for Berwick BMW, a Berwick BMW sale event on this Friday to Sunday. Mm. Rotoflex by Blunston there in Tasmania. Yes. See, Tasmania. Uh, we speak about all the states. Mm. Stability meets the fruit and move. And Foxtel, mm. you get that all around Australia in yep. every state in beautiful 4K Ultra HD mm. only at Foxtel. We're down here at Anytime Fitness in Mornington. And honestly, where else would you rather be? Don't forget, Anytime Fitness One Day Sale is on now. Head to your local Anytime Fitness today for zero dollar. So I don't get much cheaper than that. Zero dollar. So, so zero dollar sign up with Anytime Fitness One Day Sale. So no matter where you go with Anytime Fitness, you can walk into any of them, and this sale is going to be on, or just for this one that mm. we're in here today. Anytime, any fitness. Because once you any sign fitness. up in one, you can go to any of the five hundred and thirty. In Australia, five hundred five thousand in the world. So, so you wow. might sign up. So you can go in international and still yeah. go for free and yeah. work out at any time fitness. Come down here today with Fred and his team. Right. Sign up here in Mornington, which is where we are. Sign up. Hop on the blue, the bird tomorrow. Fly to LA, New, New York City, or LA. Yeah. Find your local uh, any time fitness there. Pumping. Walk in, so I'm a member. I'm willing. Your to little s- toggle gets you through the door. I'm willing to say this: there is none better, and I've uh, I haven't seen many. None better than the brand spanker one we've got here in Mornington. This is a huge, huge warehouse type arrangement. And there are a lot of people working out. It's uh, quite extraordinary. So, And a lot of uh, facilities available to you still, uh, despite Brilliant. the fact that there are a lot of people down here doing all sorts of stretching type arrangement it. before you get stuck. I'm telling you. That's a real pro sort of move going on in front of us. <laughs> well, well, the thing about it is... It's extraordinary. Is, uh, I'd be you, doing me groins if I was doing that. I'd be rendered useless. But here's the thing, Andy. That's that's Even if you go to a footy club or, or a cricket club and you see some of the activities 
the way in which the health, the uh, strength and conditioning people. That's extraordinary. Th there's some of the. It's no longer just a few burpees and uh, a couple of push-ups. <laughs> no, sir. I mean there is all sorts of leg manoeuvring. Yeah. That just. Uh, I, I look at it and go, "How's me? How is your hips? No, you'd be, I'd be cooked. How do they not pop? Oh, they might be popping. Mine would be popping. Hey, we had a I, bit. Of, we yes. did a bit of an exercise yesterday. We didn't get around to no, the resolution. Ask you a question. Yes, please. This uh, surprised me a little bit. I like the boldness of the Hawks this season. You're on board. Finally, you're on board. I'm on and board. I like it. Because I was a bit at yeah, the end were. of last season, a few of the players. Uh, no, you love leaving. Clarko and you love what Clarko's done and you love Jackie the old Gunston blokes. I, I, I get that. Yep. I totally get it. Uh, Amir, all the yep, boys, you just, you, just, you just love them. Of course. Uh, but, but so doing. you get a little bit flat. But the way that the just the off-season is unfolding and the narrative that's coming out of the club. Uh, yesterday, this uh, Sam Mitchell. And he said this, and I quote Andy, I look at our group now and think this is the nucleus of players who are going to take us to a to premiership success. Right. So he believes he has got the foundation of a group in here, in they currently have right now. Yep. And that I reckon that would mean you'd have at least now I'm I'm plucking. Well, how much in. is a nucleus? What, how many do you need? It's a, a minimum twelve. Tick the box. They've got minimum 12. twelve. They've got them. You said, you said, okay, if yeah. he's, he, well, you came up with a number and you said, have we got 12? If you look at the Hawthorne list, have, have got, we got 12? Mate. Now, these 12 have to be playing at the same time. Correct. In a premiership. Correct. So, yes. so, if you, so you need to, you're playing a bit of game in your own brain here. How long, yes. if, how long if, if Mitchell's right, how long is it going to take for this group to get the requisite amount of experience into it to be... Contending, no, no, not Minimum contending, three. not contending, Minim winning. Yeah, winning a premiership. Minimum three to get back into sort of contention. Correct. I reckon you've got, with this group, if the nucleus is there and you believe it, I think six. Five Between or six. three to six. I, I'm gonna, so let's say five. Mm, okay. So to that end, you said to me. I did. Keith, uh, is, he, is he whistling Dixie mm. or is there 12 there? Correct. Here's your 12. Challenge me if you want to. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Lewis, in no particular order. Lewis, Newcomb, and I'm going to give some question marks at the end. Mm -hmm. Lewis, Newcomb, Reeves, CJ, Day, Moore, mm -hmm. Scrimshaw, mm -hmm. Hardwick, Ward, Meek, McDonald, McKenzie, McGuinness. Sounds like a meeting of the clans. <laughs> and you can throw Butler in after we just had him on because I like the cut of his jib. Question mark on Barras, well yeah. question oh, mark sorry, sorry no, no, I haven't question mark on yep. on Granger Barras. right haven't seen enough of him yet but I'm not throwing the baby mm. out with the bathwater question marks on Cosy mm. he's shown enough to suggest that he can play at the level we just need to mm. see it a bit more often don't know enough about McKenzie don't, I don't know how you can... no no I just I'm I'm backing the I'm backing the draft I'm drank, well, I'm, bra I'm backing the talent that he okay. came out of okay. the raps on him are gigantic uh, Ned Long haven't seen enough yet so question mark Lloyd Meek did you have him I've in got there? him in. He's in there. I've got him in. I love it. Question mark on Carl Amon, because we don't know whether he's going to be around. He's 27. 20, ah, Question mark on James Sicily, mm. who's 27 or 28. Yeah. Where will they be? How will their bodies be holding up at that age? If they're at 32, 33, and they get to that stage of their careers without any significant Jarman injury. Impey? Again, same category. He's 27. Same category. I think Impey just needs to do a bit more in the next year or two, a bit more consistently. We, we know what Played he can do. Played 150 games. I know, he, I know, I know. But I'm, I'm yet to be completely convinced that he... Did that you have uh, Warple in there? No, I did not. No, I did mm, not. A big year for him, I Massive reckon. Massive year. And, and at his best... More opportunities this year, I believe. Clearly at his best, mm. 
he's in he's in the nucleus. Is it two years ago? Two seasons well, ago. BNF, mate. Yeah, was it two or three? When's the best and fairest? Of, yeah. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Is is Sam Mitchell just preaching, getting excited with the season about to unfold and you know, he's getting he's just sort of trying to sell the message to the members and sell a bit of hope and you know, get some get some enthusiasm ticking through the membership mm. turnstile if you like. Or is he is he fair dinkum? Do you agree with me it's a bit pretty bold? Because you don't hear too many coaches that clearly going through a rebuild, no matter which way it is described. It's the youngest team list in the competition. I haven't put Jocer wrong in there either. It's, uh, it's clearly got a lot of work to do, and yes. the expectations are modest. Unusual for a coach, do you think, to come out and be as bold to well, say... I've got the nucleus. Something's hap- just going to be tinkering around the edges. They're, 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 we mentioned this last year, mm-hmm. and it's worth probably mentioning it from time to time. Jimmy uh, Warple won the BNF in 2019, which was his second year. Uh, was it that long ago? It's hard to believe, isn't it? It's actually hard to believe when you see that. Wow. Um, the relationship between the board yes. and Sam Mitchell has to be rock well, solid. they've backed him. They have. They have backed him. Like- they have. Because they have gutted that list. Yep. They've gutted it. And they are investing in kids. Yep. And they're investing in it. There's a, there's, a, there's a bit of a theme and a thread that runs through a lot of these kids. There's a, there's a bit of a similarity between the way, like, even Cooper Stevens looks like a kid they brought in from Geelong. Seven he, games. He looked now, whether mm-hmm. his body holds up, who knows, but a highly touted in his draft year. He looks like the type that Hawthorne uh, is cultivating and bringing into the mix at the moment. Mm-hmm. So... If they've got their talent identification right, if they've brought the right types in, and it's too early to make the call on several of them, most of the ones that we've just seen. But if they have, if somebody's really punching it at the heart, your heart's in the background, downstairs. I know, there's a lot of screaming going on. Um, I, I, I like what they're doing. Yeah, I like what they're doing. I, I, well, like I said, it's, I do. It's, it's given, as a Hawthorne fan, it's just given me a little pep in the step. Nice, with I Just like the it. way in which they and I'm looking forward, we'll be down there tomorrow to cast an eye across them. We are. Now, I don't know how will. much you can really gauge no, we'll, we'll, from we'll, these type of games. No, we'll get into David King. We'll get into Kingy. I've never heard of it. We'll get into Kingy-type areas where we have <laughs> no, to make, based on what we've seen tomorrow, <laughs> each of you, me and Julio, have to make one big call based on some, either a Geelong or a Hawthorne player. We have to make a call. I've already made the, the, the big call. Oh, you have about Lloyd Meek? Lloyd Meek, yesterday. Going to be the contention of the All-Australian squad. Well, we've got another so big... So I'll back the... Rob um, I'll back the recruiters... Because they've, you know, they've, they've gone out and got someone that's done some hard yards with, or done the uh, apprenticeship, Which is I like the, to call That's it. what you should do with Ruckman. Mm. That's what you should do. Get on your uh, talkback line for King Island Tourism. Absolutely magnificent. Get down and play those three superb golf courses. Honestly, you've got the public course at the oh. Golf and Lawns Bowls, uh, which is superb. And then you've got the two elite courses, Junes and Cape Wind. Here's a good question. Quick one off the top of your head. I haven't to done a deep dive in it, though. But... Uh, who has the better nucleus? This is from our mate Brett, I assume. Uh, North, Hawthorne or North? Well, let's have a look at North and see if we can find mm. nucleus being 12. Let's see if we can find 12 players at North during the news who we think will be in their next premierships high. Starting. Sammy, if you've got any thoughts on, on that question and any others, the Hawthorne nucleus is Sam Mitchell, and uh, with us included, whistling Dixie or not? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. With a beautiful life. Just, you've caught me you know, with my pants down here because I haven't got through the whole North list yet in answer to Brett's Jeez. question. But there are a lot of question marks, Brett, on the on the North list. Mm. So I've got down to uh, – where have I got down to? I've got down to Will Phillips. He's a question mark. We haven't seen enough of him. Zerha? And 
Yeah, well, yes, I can see yes. Yes, yes he's, he's in, in the nucleus. So the nucleus so far, Sheasel, Taylor, Davies, Uniac, Simpkin. I'm going to put Griffin Logue in there. Nick Larkey, Paul Curtis I'm putting in there. Mm. Uh, but I've got question marks on plenty. Well, then plenty. On, on that basis, then you would have Hawthorne ahead of them. I have. I've got the whole I have. Mm. I have got the Hawthorne list from a nucleus perspective of the next premiership. Mm. And I don't want to be down on North. I, I, I love what the football club's doing, but... I, I, I've got the Hawks, no, I've got their mm. nose in front. Are you with me or not? Well, I'm you incredibly haven't... biased and I'm not as qualified as you. Well, some would say I'm not qualified either, bro. But uh, based on the very quick perusal we went through it, uh, I tend to agree. Uh, okay. Sam's in Keel or Downs wants to jo- join in on this conversation. 24 minutes to five already. I don't know where today's gone. Good afternoon to you, Sam. Good afternoon, Andy and Andy. Now, listen, guys, I think you're looking at the Hawthorne list through rose-coloured glasses. Possibly. Possibly. I'll tell you why. Have a look at their goal-to-goal line and their midfield. Uh, They, uh, probably with the exception of probably Sicily and Lewis, the the goal-to-goal line is pretty average. Their midfield is not that that crash hot. Now, you can go through most sides, and you're referring to North Melbourne. They finished on the bottom last year. But like sides that didn't make the eight, uh, I'll, I'll name two, Port Adelaide and St Kilda. Are they more advanced than Hawthorne? I would think so. Well, Sam, can I, can, so can, I just, can I just stop you on the midfield right there? Hmm. We're looking at, we're trying to project here. And from a projection, if you're in the projection game, I can see Newcomb. Don't worry about the Ruckman, right? So leave Reeves and Meek out of it. I, I, can, I have no issue seeing Newcomb. A day if he can cut it in there. Moore, Ward, McKenzie, McGuinness is a run with play. I've got no issues with those blokes being high-level midfielders in their AFL careers. So, so I, I don't know whether we are, and, and maybe you've seen more of them than we have, but I think Hawthorne are building very nicely in that part of the ground. Mm. So um, they've, let, they've let a couple of elite midfielders go, obviously, in recent uh, years. But so. were they going to be there in time? No. That's the thing. So That's the, the nucleus if point. You're, if you're going on their journey with them, you can't think of this next year. You can't think of probably the, the year after. No. You want to see the right steps oh, in the right way. But form. that's not... <laughs> That's not what this is. What the journey they're taking their fans on. You are in good form at the moment. <laughs> Brett's in McRae. He's jumped on the uh, talkback line for King Island Tourism. Play King Island's Pure Links Golf. Good afternoon to you, Brett. Yeah, good afternoon, Andy and Andy. How are you going? Good, good thanks, well, Brett. Thank you. Similar to our last call, just the last year or so, I've envisaged Hawthorne hasn't really got that fine, and I can't see from that batch of twelve players still a, a decent, solid fullback centre-half back and a centre-half forward. So we've had some makeshift full-backs. We've got Frosty there at the moment. We've had yep. Hardigan. Um, we haven't got a solid centre-half back. We've got some lightweights that don't match up well against good quality centre-half forwards, etc. Um, I, was, I was born in 1965 and I was blessed with uh, jinxing Hawthorne. It was the last time that we got the wooden spoon. We've got the current record for the best streak of not having a wooden, wooden spoon, but I've Seriously concerned that we're going back to the last mm. time that we didn't. We just missed getting the wooden spoon. Was Alistair's first year when we missed by point something of a percent of coming last to Richmond. So uh, yeah, a few concerns. Yeah, no, you, and, and, and they're not valid. They're, they're not. They're not invalid. Uh, no question about that. Maybe Dent, maybe Granger Brass isn't going to be tall enough to play. You know, a genuine key position role. But they, they, I think they've clearly drafted him 
to play one of those types of roles down the track. If Sicily can hang on and, you know, then, then he can do that. Um, they need more out of Kaczynski to be the second fall. They need Lewis to be fit. I mean, he is absolutely huge to their plans going forward. He's shown that he could be potentially an A-grade Yeah, not a key position no, player, No, but you're talking about the depth of that 12. But see, he's still got, to, he's still got to fill all the spots. And they've got lovely range. Mm. CJ's got range. Mm. He can play tall, small. Scrimshaw has been a revelation, mm. if you ask me. Um, oh, so absolutely. If you go back a couple of years, people are saying, oh, I'm not sure we did made the right call there. But now you're saying, thank you very much. Another Brett. There's Brits all over the place today. He's in Bourne and wants to have a mm. chat about this. Good afternoon to you, Brett. I think I'll go B2, boys, and the others can go B1. Nice. Good <laughs> afternoon. Uh, I, I look, <laughs> I love all this talk about Hawthorne are just going to go flying down the list and we're, we're going to be last and we've got no talent. Yeah. We've got no... I've got to tell you, have a look at the man who's coaching them and have a look at his pedigree as a player and his determination to succeed. And everyone told Mitchell that he couldn't play at AFL level, he got into the Hawks. And everyone said he wouldn't be captain material, he made the captain. I, yeah, seriously? Hmm. Yeah. We, we, performed, we outperformed ourselves last year. True. And I reckon the way they're heading, yeah, it may not happen. It won't happen this year, obviously. And it may not happen the next year. But what he's doing... As exactly as you said, he's building a nucleus. He's got kids and, and players that have got specific roles and, and specific positions to work into. Give them a couple of years. Let them fill out. Moore's been a revelation, as has uh, Newcomb and others. There's a lot to look forward to. Yeah, Hawkers, it's not going to happen for the next couple of years. But I'll tell you what, we're going to give a few sides a run for their money. But when they come to fruition around 70, 80 games... Hallelujah. Look forward to the next uh, dynasty. <laughs> there you go. That's what I the nucleus it. projection. We've opened the nucleus projection we window. Have. That's what we've done, mm -hmm. thanks to Sam Mitchell, and we're, uh, we're enjoying it. Because by the time uh, it either fails or succeeds, you and I are long gone. Mm. So no one will be going, oh, yeah, but you're saying... No, they won't have time. Oh, you never know. We might hang on. Are we going to get a break out of the way? It's 18 minutes to five already. Uh, honestly, I don't know where today's going. Quiz, Andy. It's coming up next, and there's a theme today. There is. Gyms. Jim's as in the Jim, name Jim? The name Jim. Okay. There's a reason, and I just can't remember what the reason was. Because we're in a gym. That's it, of course. How could you not know that? Because that's spelled G-Y-M. That clearly yeah. is. That, but I'm very literal when it comes to this. So that's the theme. If you want to have a crack in how it works, answer question number 10. You pick up the but prize pool. I believe that's well, it. varied a little bit, but well, we're happy to go with a 10. Have we got time? Jim's. That's the theme. All Get right. on the line now. Yeah. Oh, I can only make one thing, Keith. It is. It's quiz time. And the theme today, of course, is famous gyms. And up for grabs is a $50 La Cabra voucher, the goat of Mexican food, La Cabra. And I'm also throwing in 18 holes of golf for you and a mate Beautiful. with a cart. And right now, Andy, they've got a sale on. Get 18 holes of golf for two with drinks and a cart midweek yeah. for just 99 bucks. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. Kyle's going to start us all off, and he's in Westburn. Good afternoon, Kyle. How are you? Yeah, going nicely, Kyle. You know the drill. You've got to get to question five. If you answer question five correctly, you're going home with the prizes. Here we go. Uh, Is that all? Yeah. yeah, well, apparently, we don't. Time constraints have, uh, have created some problems. I'll see you. go further five. No, I've said five. I can't change the rules now, can I? Uh, five. Uh, Kyle, are you still with us? Yeah. Yeah, good man. Uh, Melbourne, now it's remember. It's about gyms. Gyms. That's the thing. Gym. Mel 
Jim the person. Jim the human as, a, yeah, human, a name, as Jim. a name. Yep. Uh, Melbourne great Jim Steins played how many consecutive AFL games? How many consecutive games did he play? The 184. No, higher, lot more. Mark is in Tarnit. Good afternoon, Mark. Good boys. Yeah, do you know how many games, consecutive games, did Jimmy Steins play? The great Jimmy Steins, Melbourne legend. 244. Bang. Well done, Away. Well done. Question two. Jim Cracker and his brother Phil came to North Melbourne from which state? Uh, Western Australia. Bang. Oh, jeez, you'll get through five quick two, if you keep up this third rate. question. English bowler Jim... Laker. Laker took how many wickets against Australia in an Ashes test at Old Trafford in 1956, the year of the Melbourne Olympic Games? 19. Oh, look at this. Oh, you're cheating. He's got to be cheating. This no, is incredible I work. That, I, in fact, I think that Mark should sue you for saying that. No, well, it's... He's, not, he's not cheating. It's fantastic, Mark. You're a genius. Uh, question, what are we up to? Four. Now, if we could just... I just no, need just to scroll, raise that. Scroll the screen. As a, a combination, what milestone as a pair did Stuart Broad and Jimmy, there it is, Anderson, <laughs> accomplish against New Zealand on the weekend? As a combination, um, what milestone did the yeah. pair... Yeah. The most wickets by a pair of bowlers. This is unbelievable. You know who they surpassed? It's... Yeah, um, McGrath and Moore. I get his smokes all over. He should have his own show on the radio. <laughs> this is ridiculous. ridiculous is this Mark in Tarni? Yes, it is. Or Bruce, Bruce from McAvaney. Incredible. Question five. And given that this is what I've said. We, no, keep going, Keith. I can't. I've already said it. We've got prizes up for grabs. And we know we don't want those oh, phone calls coming to us. bag if you keep going. <laughs> hey, Mark, this is it. If you get this one oh. correct, you're going to be taking, you're going to be off to some beautiful La Cabra Mexican food, and then you're going to be playing some golf at Club Mandalay. Fantastic. In a cart and a couple of beverages. Now, here we go. Concentrate. <laughs> Jimmy Connors won how many Grand Slam singles titles? Oh, um... An answer. No an answer, Mark. Quick, quick, Whoa. quick. Out. 12. No. Oh, Mark, you did exceptionally well, but I'm sorry. You're not the winner. Peter's in Gladstone Park. A pistol. Jimmy Connors won how many Grand Slam singles titles, please? Nine. Incorrect, Pete. Jesse is in Glen Iris. Good afternoon, guys. Jesse. Eight, Eight is correct. Five US Opens, two Wimbledons, only the one Australian. You know, he didn't show. I don't believe, if my memory serves me correct, Andy, I don't believe he showed up to too many Australian Opens back uh, then. You played Kuyong. a few at Kuyong. Yeah, but he, a few. Not, not, he wasn't there every year for his career. No, that's he sort what I'm of, after the Newcom era sort of passed, he kind of got. Remember, yep. Kuyong was sort of on the nose. For Borg my, never came. No one never came. Bjorn never came. No, it was sort of. Even G though he was. Johan Creek and. Brian mm. Teacher and all these. Elliot Phil Telcher. Dent was Phil, belting them well, down. Yeah, those, Mark Edmondson yes, was rocking so down. That Guillermo Guillermo Vilas. Yes. I'll tell you what. The Argentinian poet. You know how you had the uh, shot, the, the serve clock. That man, him and Guillermo Vilas. He is Guillermo Vilas. That's who we're talking about. Yes, he took. Not oh, he and Guillermo. No, it was Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs> mate, they took an eternity. Who took longer, him or Rafa? No, easily. Rafa's got the, the, the clock. Guillermo used to bounce a lot with the bounce, racket. Bounce, bounce, wipe the sweat, all yeah. that type of... He didn't pick the job. You know out. who else took a bit of time? Who? Uh, 
Gerolitis. Vetus. Vetus. He Vetus was, he always came down. Yeah, he was he always came down. Yeah. He loved yeah. it. Yes, he did. Couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. So, well uh, done. Hey, Glenn, you've picked up <laughs> the uh, cl- uh, the La Cabra voucher. <laughs> 20 bu- uh, 80, uh, $50 worth. Oh, 50 wow. Plus, you've got the uh, round of golf at Club Mandalay. Uh, So, well done, Jesse in Glen Iris, Andy. Well, Jesse, superstar performance by you. Mark from Tarnu, very unlucky. True. Did all the heavy lifting. He did. And then... one thing I will say Getting about... A bit of love for me, Bruce from McAvaney. That's Too right. rely on the old temper text. <laughs> should check in. Yes! Yes, yes, yes! No, don't look at it, Andy. Hey, you know the other <laughs> it's thing? It's not that bad, Keith. I don't know when it comes to... Because we're at a fitness centre here, well, Anytime well, Fitness. Anytime Fitness in Mornington. You need and to check it out. And it's absolutely heavy It now. is. People I, everywhere. I will say this. Yes. Tell me in sport, and it comes to the fitness industry, has there been a greater... Uh, addition. I oh, know. Be careful what you're about to say. No, here. no, because it I incredibly. wear it. No, no, no. Oh, okay, men, right up. I men wear it women. as well. For men and women. For men and okay, women. Thank you. Absolutely. Is the the, the compression. The, the compression. Yeah. You, you just feel warm and you just feel and look it does lean. Make, it yeah. just For somehow or other, you just feel more powerful nice. and energetic when you, you, when you put them on. You got out of that nicely, Keith. No, it's a, it's a fact. It's a fact. It's incredible. Well done, Mr. Uh, Inventor. Get to the break, please. Uh, we're off to a break. Andy's going to say ta-da very soon. <laughs> and uh, me and Julio are going to... Welcome back to the show. Julian Stoop sitting in for Andy Ma for the last half an hour. He's taken the top off and he's decided to throw some tin around in the background uh, behind uh, <laughs> Andrew Gaze, of course. It's Melbourne mm. Storm Membership Day. Unlock your 2023 membership with Melbourne Storm today. All the action with a Melbourne Storm membership. Join today. Gazy, we're going to talk... Medicinal Cannabis. It's Medicinal Cannabis Awareness Week, so Feb 20 to 24. For more information or to book an appointment, head to www.drjs.com.au. And we know probably most famously Lauren Jackson has been a big beneficiary of of medicinal cannabis. It it got it back on the court uh, successfully. And the man that treated her and treated Jonathan Brown, Damien Hardwick, and a whole host of people from all ages and backgrounds is Dr. James Stewart, Australia's leading cannabinoid and plant medicine specialist. And he joins us this afternoon. Uh, Dr. Stewart, thanks for your time. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. First of all, what's sort of the message uh, you're trying to get out there this week as part of uh, Medicinal Cannabis Awareness Week? So the message we're trying to get out there is just to let people know that this is an option now out there um, for people that are not getting the benefit they were hoping for from their traditional medicines from their GP or specialist or who are getting unwanted side effects. People can access uh, plant medicine and medicinal cannabis through their GP or through certain prescribers and it's, a, it's another alternative to, to, to see if they can get some more benefit from, from these products. Before I hey, throw... Doc, uh, no, go, Gacy, go. Hey, hey, Doc, uh, well, the thing about it is when you, you think of uh, marijuana and, I'm, you know, and, and the uh, th- things associated with that is that uh, we think of it more of, a, of a, a social type drug. What's the science behind what it can do for athletes in particular who are going through some difficulties dealing with pain or, or even just inflammation or the other stuff that goes along with being an elite athlete? So that is a good question, and that's exactly what this week is about, to actually sort of um, make people aware and educate them about the difference between the sort of the recreational street stuff and the medicinal stuff and how it works. So in a, in a quick summary, in cannabis, because it's a plant, it's hundreds of molecules all working together to give some benefit, and all these molecules do different things. But the main two active ones are THC and CBD. 
and they both mm-hmm. do different things. THC is the molecule that at a high dose and will make you stoned. That's the one that's in the one that people smoke um, right. and, and do recreationally and that kind of thing. So that actually, THC does have uh, medicinal um, benefits because it can be used to help people sleep. It also can be used for reducing PTSD symptoms with vivid dreams and stuff like that. It suppresses those things. So THC can be used that way. The main one we actually use, though, is CBD, which stands for cannabidiol. Now, it's the non-psychotropic molecule in cannabis, and it can be used as an anti-inflammatory or also helps with anti-anxiety. So this is where um, patients like Lauren Jackson and Damien Hardwick, who just aren't getting the response from no traditional anti-inflammatories or they can't take them anymore because their stomach is just screwed from taking them for so long, we can then introduce some, some CBD. And as you've seen by Lauren's amazing comeback last year, which I think was probably the ho- highlighting sport, uh, that, that final game she, she played to, get yeah. to, to win the bronze medal, that was the highlight for me for sport last year. And you know, that just shows that you know, that this, that this can be used. And what, what Lauren always says was that it didn't, it didn't necessarily get rid of the pain, but what it did allow her to do was to put consecutive days training together, which then allowed her to become strong, get her fitness back up and get her back onto the court. So that's how she used it, because prior she couldn't take any inflammatories and her knees and feet would just blow up after each training session. So, Daisy, mate, if you've got any, uh, any aches and pains yeah, around well, there, mate, we'll, we'll get you back out on the court. No, absolutely. <laughs> and I've heard a lot about it and, and nothing but really positive things. Uh, but... Yeah. I remember a while ago, and I don't know if it's still the case, if you actually smoke it, uh, I believe it was part of the banned substance. Is it still a banned substance by many sports and water? How is it treated? And and is this version of it still something that you need to be cautious of or have to notify the authorities? How does that all work? Yeah, so, so first of all, the, with, with the smoking, the, that, that's one way you can, you can use is to inhale it. So it comes in as in the buds, the old school buds that you chop up and you, you have in a dry herb vaporizer, not, a, not an old school bong or a joint, but it's a dry herb right. vaporizer, a much healthy way to do it. Um, but that's only one way of doing it. The other way, and most way people do it, is an oil that you pop under your tongue or can be done as capsules. So it's not all about smoking. Um, I didn't. I didn't have LJ, you know, ripping cones at half time no, on the, the court. Kind of thing. <laughs> um, but but the, the substance that they look for, that WADA and everyone looks for, is THC, um, which is really stupid because anyone that's ever had THC, it's hardly a performance enhancing molecule unless you're doing gaming or some shooting or something where you've got to be nice and calm. It doesn't really enhance your uh, enhance your activity level. Mm. But that, that's, that's for some reason, that's the molecule they were looking for. That's because it was an illegal substance, not because it was performance enhancing. Um, that's the one they look for. So we can use straight CBD products that have no THC and therefore they would be totally safe for anyone to use, professional, amateur, whatever. The product that I had uh, Lauren on, it had a little bit of um, THC in it. And the reason behind that was that there's evidence to show with plant medicine, if you leave everything intact and you leave all the molecules together, you'll get what's called the entourage effect and you'll get a little bit of a better benefit. So Lauren was getting great response from this one product by Levin Health, which is a sport activated, you know, a sport medicinal cannabis company. And so I didn't want to change that. So what I then did was submitted a, a TUE um, mm-hmm. to, to the, the Tawada and Asada. And after sort of months of going back and forward, we, we got it through for her. So she was then able to uh, continue using that product and, um, yeah, right. do what she did at the World Cup. 
speaking to Dr James Stewart as part of Medicinal Cannabis Awareness Week, which is on this week, February 20 to 24. For more information or to book an appointment, head to www.drjs.com.au. Damien Harwick's going to join us on the show tomorrow to talk about his experience uh, with medicinal cannabis, which he uses for, for chronic back pain. Uh, Dr Stewart, apart from managing pain, what else has medicinal cannabis been used to, to treat successfully? So many conditions uh, that I, I, uh, people come and see me, me for is anxiety, sleep and pain would be the main ones. So, you know, essentially I'm, I, I'm, still, I'm still a GP. I'm still doing things I do as a GP. But instead of going to my, the pharmaceutical bag and handing out these, um, you know, these pills and things like that that often do come with side effects um, and, you know, you sometimes need a second pill to take because of that one, I then go to the, the plant medicine, the cannabis bag to help these people. Um, and yes, they do. There can be side effects, and it's not for everyone. Um, but it's just like we said, it's just another another thing to try if what they're currently using isn't successful. So yeah, the main things are pain and inflam- inflammatory pain in particular responds really well. So arthritis, uh, things like fibromyalgia. Um, if you've still got aches and pains from COVID, long COVID, things like that, it may be able to assist with those things. There's some good studies coming out to say that it can. Not always. It's not you know, in the gold elixir that everyone thinks it might be. But, um, yeah, pain, anxiety and sleep. Mm. Hey, Doc, uh, one of the things that uh, I guess is something that I believe also has to be managed is when you take this stuff, my understanding is if you've taken it and then you uh, get behind the wheel of the car, you are technically driving illegally. And there, is there some time frame is there some policy how do you monitor someone that's on this drug so that uh they're not going to get put obviously first and foremost put lives at risks and secondly how do they um monitor so they can actually use it and still drive yeah so so this all this all relates to thc again so the thc molecule so remembering that most of the time I'll be prescribing uh, CBD for most of these things, unless usually for nighttime for sleep, that's when I introduce a little bit of THC. Now, as long as someone is just having a little bit of oil prior to bed under their tongue, then generally that is going to be out of their saliva and not active eight hours after they take that. So in the morning, brush your teeth, tongue a bit of a scrub, mm. you're not going to be intoxicated at all. Um, and most likely you're not going to have any, any THC in your saliva. Now, after, eight hour, after eight hours, yeah. you're saying? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Now, I am 99% confident that that is the case. Unfortunately, I can't give 100% guarantee, but gee, was it, it's, it's only a small amount and it'll metabolise out of the, the saliva. The problem is, though, that police only have a way of determining yes or no. They don't have a way of detect, detecting uh, impairment or the degree, the level of how much you've got on board. So right. with cannabis, it, 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 it doesn't say... So if it's in your saliva, they deem it's active and therefore you've had high-strength THC in the last eight hours, therefore you're probably stoned and shouldn't be driving. That's right. fair enough. But what they don't understand is that you can have a small amount of THC if you have before and be totally fine, especially if you have CBD with THC. CBD will counteract the sedating and stone effect of THC. So that's what I do for my patients, my nursing home patients that need some THC on board for a bit of anti-nausea or a bit of added pain relief so they're not in their bed stoned all day. I load them up with CBD as well and they can still function mm. fine. So it's, it's, really, it's a really grey area of driving thing and it's something that really does um, need to be addressed. Tasmania, you can drive with THC in your system, um, but hopefully something will come along soon where people are allowed to to drive with a small amount of THC in their system. But what we can do, if someone is really worried about that, then 
come and see us and we can prescribe a CBD product with no THC and you'll still right. get benefit. Um, you just therefore don't have the risk of any THC in the system. Doctor, just one off our 40 Wings temper text here. Someone asking, can it help with migraines? And also, what about with things like uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and, and depression? Can, can it be useful for conditions like that as well? Yeah, certainly. So, so, so what, I, what I'm going to say is all sort of anecdotal because there's, there's not um, these huge big studies haven't been done yet because those big studies are done by pharmaceutical companies such stand to make some money out of the product. Now, pharmaceutical companies, they are single molecule agents, so they're just one molecule that does one thing. Plant medicine is hundreds of molecules, so the pharmaceutical companies can't really get their hands on hundreds of molecules, so they're not paying to have these big studies done. But what I would say is off the sort of... 2,000, nearly 3,000 patients that I've had, yes, with, with migraines and things like that, it, it can have some benefit. With some CBD, um, we get that on board. I've had a few patients that have, you know, they were at their wit's end with migraines. They were getting Botox injections all the time. It, you know, 60 at once in their head to try and stop these migraines. And then we start them on some CBD and it usually has some, some good results. There's all levels of the spectrum. Some people just get a dulling of the headache. Some people, they completely go away. And then there are a few people that don't get any benefit. The mm. thing with cannabis is that it generally won't make anything worse, especially CBD. So usually it's, it's worthwhile having a bit of a crack if, you, if you've tried everything else. Um, what was the yep. other one? It was depression. And uh, uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome or disorder. Post-traumatic stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So post-traumatic stress. So I've got a lot of veterans uh, on my books, um, war veterans and that kind of thing. And... So you, what, what people with PTSD suffer from is they get a lot of flashbacks and things like that. So, you know, close their eyes, see their friends being shot, you know, this type of thing. And that makes sleep very difficult. With a bit of THC on board, the molecule that, you know, makes you stoned or relaxes you, at the right dose, we don't get you stoned, but we just help you sleep. And it sort of does the opposite of what people think. It actually suppresses your dreams and you don't have these vivid dreams. You actually don't dream at all. Um, and so in that way, yes. THC can potentially mm. help with PTSD. And then with depression, mm. yeah, that would be looking at some, some CBD, and that does have a similar mechanism of elevating serotonin, which then circulates around longer and elevates our mood. So, mm. you know, again, guys, it, 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 there, are, there are side effects, and it's not very, but it is definitely a really good option to, to think of. Mm. Um, and now it's becoming, yeah, more easily accessible. And the price is coming down slowly. It still is a bit pricey, and it's not on the PBS, but... On average, I've worked out it costs my patients between about $3.50 cents and about $4 a day to be on a product. Um, and we'll always find you the, the, the best deal around. You know, um, myself, I'm not locked into any company, so we can always find you the best the best mm. deal out there. So, can, yeah, can it be subsidized? Like with the like medicine, can it be, is it subsidised at all? No, unfortunately not. Some companies will offer a, um, a discount for pensioners, people on the healthcare card and that kind of thing. Um, but it's not on the PBS yet, and I, and I think we're going to be a fair way off because they want some pretty hard and fast, you know, pretty significant figures and statistics and that kind of thing, which, you know, there are companies like Levin and a few other ones that are putting their money yep. into research and that kind of thing that we need. Um, but until that comes along, then, you know, unfortunately, I think it's going to be going to be where it is. Just one more before I let you go, uh, Doctor. Uh, just uh, got you know, some good uh, feedback coming through one here saying... Um, I played footy and it certainly all cleared up my severe ankle tendonitis. Uh, he's over 50-year-old, this uh, gentleman that texts that through. Just a, one uh, from a woman's point of view. Can you take it if you're breastfeeding? So THC, no. Um, definitely not. Um, the advice we give around CBD is generally we say 
No, but that's only because the studies haven't been done to completely rule out if it's if it's serogenic, if, you know, if it's going to cause the, anything to go wrong. Personally, I you know I think that CBD would be would be fine, but I, I always I don't, still don't prescribe it because there's just not not enough uh, studies out there to to say yes or no. So I just err on the side of caution and and I won't prescribe it. Um, but you know, you have to weigh up the pros versus the cons. If someone's anxiety is through the roof when they're breastfeeding and they can't take any depressants, but some CBD is helping them with their mental health, then mum's mental health is 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 very important. Um, so in that sense, then you know, the the the, the pros definitely outweigh the cons there. Dr. James Stewart, uh, thanks so much uh, for giving us thanks all that guys. information uh, this afternoon, and uh, let's hope the message gets out there very successfully during Medicinal Cannabis Awareness Week. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, guys. And to make a booking, head to my website, herbalhealthclinics.com, or find me on socials. Thanks. Awesome. Dr. James Stewart, as we say. For more information or to book an appointment, head to www.drjs.com.au. Gazy, where's the time gone? Not too far away from Sports Day with Jared Healy and Kane Cords. Gazy, of course, our online boys, Nicky Neg, and the boys are running yes. their competition to find the greatest team of the 2000s. So yesterday, no surprise, Essendon 2000 comfortably beat the Eagles of 2006. And Geelong 2007, the Premiers, comfortably beat the Tigers of 2017. Today, they're asking, who was the better team? Hawthorne's Premiership team of 2014 or the Cats runners-up in 2008, a team that lost. They lost one game for the season before the grand final. Yeah, no, no, no. I think if you if you're a premiership team as opposed to a team that was runner up, you can't compare. No matter what the the results are, it comes down to the ultimate prize, doesn't it? Oh, I think so. I think the Hawks will get the nod there. And this is a good mm. one. Brisbane 2003, so the third of their flags. V Geelong 2011, which was their third flag oh. in five years. Yes. You know the thing about all these types of debates, they're nice uh, conversations to have. But even in that period of time, what, so what were the years then? 2000, 2003 got, uh, to 2011. So Brisbane you, you've 03, got a, a, an eight-year period there. Mm. Uh, the, how much the, the game changes in that period? It, 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 it changes a lot. So it's very hard to, to compare, really. But I think the, uh, the Essendon team that we spoke about um, last week, I think it was, when the complete dominance that they had and the margin of uh, victory, it's hard to argue against that. And when you go through and you win the, the ultimate prize, it's a difficult, a nice conversation to have, but difficult one. And Do you want me to name you know, the team from the back line? Please. No, I won't do that. We haven't got time. No. Uh, <laughs> Hey, just before we go, uh, yes. sports update for Simmons Holmes, uh, the mm-hmm. Australian, ultimate Australian builder. Uh, the big news today in the world of basketball, Simon Mitchell uh, won't be at the Phoenix next year. Some big names have been lined up as suggested uh, that might take over. Yes. Who do you think will be the next coach of the Phoenix? Well, I think that they would be exploring someone with uh, experience. And the one that sticks out the most, I think, is Brian Gorgian. Now, I believe he's come out and said it's not right for him right now. He's concentrating in Asia. He's building a program to incorporate Asia into the uh, NBL and Australian competition. So he's doing some terrific work there. But if it's not him, the next best is five-time champion Trevor Gleeson, who's currently the assistant coach with the Toronto Raptors. I think that's the type of coach that they'll be looking for. If they are looking to get a high-profile guy that's got the runs on the board, all the experience you need. Uh, So I think that they'd be doing that. If not, uh, I think they might go, because of their ownership group, They like a lot of teams are doing these days, they might look internationally now hopefully not i think there's a lot of great coaches here but uh it seems like we 
we seem to be trending a little bit more. Now, I know the Brisbane Bullets didn't do that in their recent appointment, but a lot of that's uh, going on. So it will be interesting. But, but I'd like to send out my congratulations to Simon Mitchell. I thought he did mm. inheriting a team, four years there, made the playoffs twice. And you can always nitpick and say, should have done that, should have done this. But across all the checks and balances, I think that most people should be giving him credit for what he was able to achieve in that period of time. Andrew, go and have a workout. Get back on the road. You're going to cover some miles this week. Tomorrow we'll, we'll see you the, down at the Cattery. That's it. And the jump tonight on ESPN. Tune into that. Should Ma- be a ripper. Magnificent Sports Day coming up. Our man, they're stolen. Our man, Christian Welsh, Melbourne Storm captain with oh, Jared and no. Kane.